Hey, hey, talking about relationships in midlife today. I've got two questions through. And the first one is, how do you know when a relationship is breaking down, when to leave? And the second question is, how to come together when the going gets tough in a relationship? So I'm going to unpack both of these with you today. My name is Star Monroe. You are listening to The Star Monroe Show. And each week I dive into topics such as reinvention, dating, relationships, and sex in midlife. So what makes a great relationship, a healthy, conscious relationship? You want to feel safe and secure with your partner. And how do you do that? You need to be able to communicate your needs, your wants, and your desires with your partner. And you want to make sure when you're communicating with each other that you are both heard, you're both validated and accepted. And this is the number one reason why so many relationships end up crashing on the rocks because the communication has gone out the window. And I sat earlier today and I was wondering about that. And I was like, why is communication so hard for a lot of us, especially at midlife? And I I really do believe at midlife, it's a crossroads. And this time of our lives is really shaking us by our shoulders going, do you really want to carry on living like this? Or do you want to do something different? So everything is being agitated by the passing of time. So it's asking you, it's asking myself to look really deeply at what do I want for myself as I move through life. So and communication is one of the things one of the key ingredients you need if you want to have a healthy, conscious relationship, if you want to feel connected to your partner. Um, Why is it so hard? Maybe because in the past, your requests have been ignored over and over again. And so you've given up. Maybe it's because you're afraid of rejection. You don't like asking because you don't like hearing the word no. We all have to get really used to hearing the word no and navigating our way around it. Um, Maybe it's because you demand rather than negotiate. I always think about healthy communication is like playful negotiation. It's never, I want this and you better give it to me. That's the demand. It's always, this is something that I've been thinking about. How does that feel for you? Can you let me know your thoughts? And then it's like entering this playful negotiation around this topic. Um, And it's going a little bit easier (laughs) with, with your words and your needs and your desires. Why is communication hard? Maybe because you don't ask until you're full of resentment and no shade, my friend. I have been here many times in past relationships where I have put up with stuff. And why do we put up with stuff? Well, it's our inherent conditioning from our childhood, from the patriarchy that brainwashes women to be the good girl, to be the people pleaser, to get our sense of love 
and our sense of belonging, which is a human need. And the good girl, the people pleaser, is here to maintain the status quo. So if you're still really wrapped up in your inherent conditioning, you are not a good girl. You're not a people pleaser. It is an identity. It's a mask you've learned to take on board throughout your life, as I said, to get your love and sense of belonging. And you can agitate and get really curious about the identities that are no longer serving you. So the good girl and the people pleaser tend to stay quiet. They will put up with shit. They will try and make sure everything is all right at the expense of themselves um, until one day they will absolutely blow up because they're filled with unspoken words, needs, wants, desires. And what's happened inside is that stayed inside you is that's all bubbled up with resentment as well. So it comes out very ferociously. And then the partner hears that. Um, a side tip here. People never really hear our words. They hear our energy, which then influences our tone, which then influences our words. Uh, when we're speaking from a place of resentment, all they're hearing is the tone and they're taking that on board to go, I'm not good enough, I've done something wrong, which will probably trigger something off in the partner around their wounding, because we've all got wounding, we haven't got to midlife without being unscathed by our past experiences, our childhood. Um, so we have to really learn who we are in midlife and learn how to navigate ourselves first and foremostly, so we can show up in our relationships differently. Why is communication so hard? Maybe because you expect your partner just to know, just to know what you want and to give it to you. Um, it's uh, that will definitely lead you down the path of disappointment and frustration. Uh, maybe communication is so hard because you've already assumed your partner is thinking something. I actually was working with one of my clients this week. Um, she's moving through a trial separation at the moment with her husband and uh she was convinced he had checked out of the marriage and she's been wanting to have a conversation with him for over a year uh she kept putting it off putting it off um again no shade here we do things at our own time i remember when i was divorcing my second husband took me two years to ask him for a divorce so we take as long as we need to take um and when she went to speak to her husband she was assuming that he was on the same page as her and she was actually shell-shocked when he said no um i think everything is all right i've got some health issues i've got some money issues that i've been moving through but i didn't think there's anything wrong with a marriage so assuming our partner is thinking something again is gonna lead you down the wrong path this is why communication is so important uh again why is communication so hard because you don't know how to manage conflict or you think conflict's bad conflict is a sign of growth waiting to happen in your relationship and this is why you both need to approach conflict from your adult ego state let me talk about your ego states briefly here uh inside us 
from transactional analysis, psychotherapy, you have your child ego state, you have your adult ego state, and you have your parent ego state. Child is normally, um, if we're wounded, uh, we had, uh, we've got a wounded in a child, they will show up in relationships and it will normally come around um, rejection, abandonment, uh, stomping their feet, uh, slamming doors, demanding things. That, that's how your inner child shows up. Uh, parent ego state is normally influenced by your parents. So if you had stoic parents, you'd probably be like, get over it. We just, there's nothing to worry about here. Let's keep moving on, even though everything's falling apart around your feet. And where we need to reside is in our adult ego states, yet no one gives you a manual for this. Um, and it's not as easy as uh, reading a book and understanding about the adult ego state how you step into your adult ego state is a path of maturity that only comes through you doing things differently in your relationships. Uh, and it happens over a period of time. If you keep choosing the same path over and over again that does not serve you, you're not choosing the path of maturity and your adult ego state. So you're going to stay stuck in patterns that do not serve you. Um, why is communication hard? Because maybe your parents never demonstrated to you how to handle conflict. Maybe when they had conflict, you witnessed this and between the ages of zero and seven, these are your formative years, you will learn everything you need to know and it's hardwired, hotwired into your cells of your body and your DNA and as you reach your adulthood it is your job to unwind yourself from these hot wired patterns and re-establish new patterns that support you showing up in a healthy conscious, conscious relationship where you're seen, heard and appreciated. Um, so maybe you saw your parents screaming at each other when there was conflict, or maybe you saw one partner storm off and stonewall the other one, or maybe you saw the other one stamping their feet and demanding. You can see how that inner child gets played out in all of this uh, and how we absorb so much of this and we drag it into our into our adulthood this is why i say this is why i love working with women in midlife around dating relationships and sex because it really is you're really getting the memo now of how things are either going well or they're not going well because you've got lots of experiences behind you um, so there's many reasons there why conflict is so hard and I'm not going to pussyfoot around you. You have to learn how to communicate in healthy ways because if, I'll go back to the questions, if you're asking how do I know when a relationship is breaking down, when to leave, how I would tap back into that one, and it drives into the second question as well, is how do we come together when the going gets tough in a relationship? So you've got one person wanting to exit, and you've got another person asking this question, wanting to stay in, is that you've got to know who you are. You've got to know who you are when you're in relationship, because if you don't know who you are, then the stronger character of the two they're going to pull you subconsciously into their way of living and also 
you get lost and there is nothing oh that's going to drain your energy and get you to feel really confused and overwhelmed in a relationship if you're lost so you've got to come back to yourself and ask ask yourself these questions who am i am i showing up as that person in this relationship and then from there and this work will take some time but i always think you know the work that you're doing is setting yourself up for the next decade of your life and whether or not you want to stay in or exit relationships you are bettering yourself so you don't keep repeating the mistakes because that is what's going to happen if you do not look at yourself with through a magnifying mirror so you need to really look at yourself question who am i do you know what you want in the relationships and here's the next question is do you know your values your morals your ethics and where you're going in life and then when you look at that you need to then come into your partner's world and then see if you're still aligning with your values, your morals, your ethics, and where you are both going in life. If one wants to take a cruise ship to Australia and the other one wants to trek the Himalayas, then no, you're never going to work. And actually, this is something that my last husband used to say to me over and over again. He said, I want this for the relationship, but you want that. There is no way we can come together and the more I gently unpack and learn about myself from that last marriage, I can really see where he was going, but I wasn't ready to listen to it. We were just on two different, well, he was on a ship and I was trekking the Himalayas, so to speak. So there was no way we was going to come together because I did not want to catch a cruise ship to Australia and he did not want to trek the Himalayas. I hope you, you're getting where I'm going with this. You when you look at a relationship people get really really absorbed just in themselves and they forget that they're in a team and you chose to be in a relationship so you're no longer just yourself so and the other thing is there's always three entities in relationships there's you there's your partner and there's the relationship so when you get to loggerheads and when you get to a place where, well, I want this, you want that, or I don't want this and you want this and we're not going anywhere, it's really good to bring yourselves both back and you'll do this in your own time into a calm, grounded state where you're running mostly in your parasympathetic nervous system. So your blood pressure is low, your heart rate's kind of leveling out. Uh, you you can feel there's a lot of space in your head. You know, you, you, you can have a good conversation. And then you, you converse from that place and then you realize that, you're like, shit, I keep thinking about myself and what I want. The partner keeps thinking about what they want. Actually, let's move into the entity of the relationship and ask the relationship what it wants. What is the relationship telling us right now about where we are? What wisdom does it have for us? It's a really powerful practice to do, to take 
the focus off yourself and your partner and to bring it and lay it onto the relationship entity because it will have an energy about it and it will have wisdom for you. So the other thing that I want to call your attention to is if the relationship is shaky right now, if you're thinking about leaving, if it's breaking up, hold the mirror up to yourself and ask yourself, what part am I playing in this? What part am I playing in this? I work with midlife women every single day throughout the week, apart from the weekends. I do like my weekends off. And one of the things that I see a lot of women doing is, and I said it earlier, is they're outgrowing the identities, the masks that they've taken on over the years to get their sense of love and their belonging. What happens in midlife and menopause, everything gets shaken up inside our bodies. All our hormones get thrown up in the air and it's like the jigsaw pieces of our bodies are no longer there. And menopause and midlife are asking us to take a deeper look, take a deeper look. And as I said, I've already said this, take a deeper look at how you're showing up for yourself and how you're showing up in relationships. Do you still want this? And if you do, then what do you need to do to shift and navigate it? So the answer to the two questions, how do I know when a relationship is breaking down, when to leave? And how do we come together when the going gets tough? It comes back down to you and your partner communicating together, communicating from a really clear, grounded, open hearted place where you're both able to listen to each other, take on board each other's perspectives, because this is where another thing goes wrong in relationships. We think we're right, the other person is wrong, really taking on board each other's perspectives and giving it some time to percolate without feeling that you need to rush in, fix it, because that's the another brainwashing that we've all taken on board that we have to fix anything that's uncomfortable and it's a sign of your maturity to be able to sit in the uncomfortability of one learning how to communicate with each other and it's okay not to know and trusting that the answers will find you and your partner and the relationship when the time is ready it's only ever going to happen when you start to show up authentically, honestly, as yourself, and you communicate with each other. Thank you for listening. If you have any thoughts, any comments on this, sashay yourself over onto Instagram, and I'm there as Ms. Star Monroe, and slide into my DMs, let me know how this episode landed for you. And if you are moving through midlife and you want to do dating relationships differently, then check out Midlife Dating School. We start on the 12th of May. And this is the ultimate journey in you healing your past so you don't have to keep dragging your baggage with you in future relationships. 
it really will get you to look at yourself through a different lens we all need to look at ourselves differently if we're to learn more about ourselves and you'll learn really core skills on how to handle yourself because i don't believe that we ever get rid of our wounding if you've had that good girl the people pleaser running the show for most of your life she's never going to go away you just need to learn how to manage her and navigate her uh, otherwise she will pop up in when you least expect it if you want more details on that slide over to datinginmidlife.com and everything all the links will be in the show notes until next time thank you for listening